Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this week's Vindo with Robert Hollinshead. And a good day to you, Bob. Top of the morning to you, brother and folks. Back from the uh, Southern Hemisphere, I'm sure you've been watching the market, though. Well, we participate in the market, Tony. It's not just watching. There's a difference between being a player and a poor, and a spectator. <laughs> yep, we sure have. Let's get your take on it, though. Let's uh, let's settle in for a quick session on uh, on the market and uh, and go from there. I think, eh? Sounds fine to me. Um, we got a lot of other things to talk about, but. I'm not sure it's relevant to guys that have the inclination to listen to whatever we got to vomit out of our heads for the second. And I think what it boils down to, um, just for a quickie, not that anybody would find what we say is relevant, but I think we are in what I've called for many, many, many decades. You know, we look at the market as a, in baseball terms, in terms of strikes, you follow me? Uh, you know, in a good market, there are no strikes. There's no arbitration. There's nobody bringing nothing back. Nobody complains about nothing. You know, uh, exhaust modifications are okay. Everybody's good with everything because the market's ripping and all you need is cars. You couldn't care less what they are because you'll find a way to do something with them. And then when it starts to get a little bit weird, there's a one strike market where one little thing could make it where, um, uh, even though you still have 1,342 people online watching your cars go through the lane, um, for, for an afternoon in the lane, um, you, a lot of spectators, in other words, the players get off the field and they start moving up into the stands, uh, spectating, speculating, watching, thinking about what they already have in stock and so forth. And can't believe it. The market's drop must've been a piece of shit. I can't believe that's all the car brought, et cetera. Right. And in one strike, you know, the strikes could be anything, could be a color, could be bad equipment, could be a touch on uh, a history report. It could be miles. It could be, you know, like a combination of any of the above, right? So a strike could be anything. And you'll actually see the activity um, diminish. Could even be a, a holiday, which I personally don't agree with. I like holiday sales better than any days because people that show up for holiday sale are there 100% to do business. Uh, and for that matter, a lot of them think, oh, I'll steal cars today. And I love it when people think they're going to steal cars because you got 23 other people that are going to steal cars. Next thing you know, you got critical mass and people are bidding the shit out of cars. I love it. You follow me? Now, if you wind up with two strikes, right, and it could be an announcement, it could be anything, not necessarily an announcement because that's not, don't have to go that deep as an announcement. Could be previous paintwork. Don't forget with no strikes, previous paintwork, everybody can overlook it. Don't forget. In a no-strike market level we had for about two and a quarter years, um, Carfax didn't mean anything. In fact, we used to joke internally that hope everything had a big Carfax because they brought more money uh, than one without it, right? Now, all of those jokes are no longer uh, relevant. And actually, at this point, it's real, daddy-o. Um, any one of those strikes, uh, you're getting a little weird. So I would say, you know, well, maybe five or seven weeks ago, we started to see a one-strike market. Can't believe that car didn't bring all the candy. What was what? What, what exactly was wrong? And then you started to see the two-strike market. This two-strike market also meant that for the first time, um, Facebook warriors all started to admit the market might be changing. Because don't forget, when you make a post or you read a post, and there's you know, 18,000 participants. Oh, now the market. Oh, well, you're talking about the market's still crazy. Uh, there's a shortage of things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that went on well beyond when the market started to move dramatically lower. 
And then don't forget one more little thing. And it's very weird. And you see a lot of people post, MMR sucks. MMR is no good. No, MMR is phenomenal. And I'll tell you why it's phenomenal, because it never lies. It only shows results. Now, it doesn't show the actual results. It doesn't show the net amount that the seller got for the car. It doesn't show bad car facts. It doesn't show bad equipment. It doesn't show bad body work. Maybe it could if somewhere or other the CR reflected bad body work. But there's a lot of assumptions there. But what happened is MMR started to go sour in somebody else's mind. And where it, it evokes a lot of comments on social automotive-related media, right? Where it's no good. No, it's unbelievably good. And why is it phenomenal? It's because the 2018 3 Series shows one brought 34.5. One brought 21.2. Both of those wind up with an asterisk which means it's an anomaly. It's not included in the calculation. And here's what happens next. There's not enough in the calculation to fall out inside the anomaly category where you wind up with no MMR on a car that typically would have an MMR since the beginning of Hal Logan, who started MMR 30 years ago, whatever it was, 20-something years ago, right? So in other words, it's all we're doing is reporting what actually happened at an auction, hopefully to... You know, the information that's there is somewhat accurate, but it's a transaction that occurred. And then we take them all together and we find out what the average is. There is no average at this moment, Shawnee, because in a one, no, no, two, no, no. Now we're in a three-strike market. I'll get to that in one second. A three-strike market, the anomalies are unbelievable, right? Not regionally, because there is no regional market realistic in the world. Anybody who thinks there is has their head up their ass, or they're not a trader. They don't understand it. Um, 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 but you have anomalies in one car bringing rocket, one car bringing zero, and then trying to find an average MMR, and the people at Cox are smart enough to say NA. We don't have anything statistically reliable to actually give you a number that you're not going to start whining like a moron that MMR sucks. No, no, it don't. No, your brain has, hasn't peeled back the onion deep enough in order to figure out what the what the issue is. I'm not saying MMR is great. I think it's great. As a satellite you know, transmitter of a particular thing to look at um, when you're valuing a car, I like it much better. What we built is VIN-specific, take all the characteristics, then look at what they are in a marketplace in a retail sense and come up with a number that absolutely is relevant and guaranteed. So that's not a plug for AccuTrade. It happens to be a plug for how do you rationally figure things out and, more importantly, the three-strike market. In other words, well, Jesus Christ, that number is too low. That's 8,000. Let me tell you a secret. You show up to the auction block with a white two-door E-Class Mercedes, that they got a $52,000 MMR, and you set that bitch in looking for money, and there's nobody at thirty grand touching that car with 300 people online? <laughs> MMR is definitely a thing that's going to get you in a twist with a giant welding machine where your brain is welded directly into the, front, the unibody of that vehicle. You follow me? And, and therefore, that three-strike market means... A, nobody's looking for that car. A, B, because there's just, don't forget, 340 people. They're not wasting their time watching that, and nobody's interested at 10 or 12 or 15,000 under. The previous transaction that happened to be one that did get sold, 
And we forgot to report the other 63 that never had a bid. See, that whole average thing, it's average about average, but it's not average of nothing. It's only average of sold cars. When we don't consider in a three-strike market when anything is wrong, two-door in that particular case, worthless, completely, utterly useless, right? That's the strike in that particular white with 20,000 miles, no paintwork, local new car trade-in, right? Happens to be a two-door. There's your strike. It happens to be one of the strikes that make that car utterly sale-proof. So somebody's, oh, shit, I'll take that car. I know I'll do it. I'll sell it. That, that's good. It's really good. But unfortunately, um, um, in a commoditization circumstance where you're bringing six or 700 cars and you're going to sell them all and you're going to actually find out what they're really worth uh, uh, and nobody's looking at any price, that gives us a fairly good idea of what the strike is on that unit. It could be that the car stinks like shit, but it can't be in this case because nobody's there to smell it. It's all virtual, ain't it? You follow me? Uh, so in other words, it could be bad paintwork, but in this case, it's all reading, you know, a six. In other words, there ain't no paint nowhere, right? And therefore, uh, you know, you get down to, you know, one strike market, some bottom feeder could be a Chevy dealer just paying attention. Let's call it a Coons that'll buy anything that's worth the money. He'll hit that car and he really will bring it back to Baltimore and sell it to somebody. You see, because they understand at some point there is value in that particular unit, right? But the average person that's got, you know, 78 Mercedes sitting on the front line and got two coupes that they ain't had nobody crack the door on in the last two years, they ain't looking for that car at any price because it's a strike. See? So I guess from my observation of always actually creating the three-strike theory of, uh, 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 of how you look at a, any given, oh, don't forget, part of a three-strike market, Shawnee, very important, by the way, is calculating your arbitrations. It's called buyer's remorse. Even when you clip a car, you pinch that bitch two, three, five thousand under the money. In a three-strike market, you still get a little twinge going up the back of your spine saying, oh, shit, what if I miss something on that car, right? And then you get buyer's remorse. And then you put it into somebody's looking at it and saying it has a fart in the trunk. You just open the trunk up. The fart goes out. It's no problem. No, no, I'm going to pass that car. That fart in the trunk. See, it's called buyer's remorse. That means your arbitration rate's moving up for absolutely nonsensical, retardedly no reason in the world three-strike panic attacks. You see that? It's, 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 if we had a way to graph it, we graph everything except that, right? The amount of um, cars that get sold and come back for the fart in the trunk. Um, it's directly related to the strikes in the, in the marketplace. How deep we are into a changing market where buyers are worse and panic attacks take over. Um, uh, and you're only by... See, now, well, Jesus Christ, I saw a car yesterday bring 4,000 more than it should bring. You know why? Had all the tits. In other words, they had nothing. Where Don't forget, there is 323 people online. And if everybody's focused on the single one that is the world's best of everything, there is no possibility of a strike. That car will bring a rocket shot. And that happens in a three-strike market. It's not like categorically all cars are worthless. It means that the one without strikes, and people all should all take that. Well, I need a good one. I can't lose with that, right? So, okay. And, and what you wind up with is um, um, uh, the ultimate car. It happens on Ferraris. It happens on Corollas. 
It happens on uh, um, minis. It happens across. It happens on Chevy pickup tracks. You know, we got the bitches, got everything you could possibly be. You look at the thing, the Carfax says it's been serviced 50 times in the last two miles. It's one, it ain't 17, it's not a professional car that's been to nine dealers' lots. You can see that in Accutrate, obviously. Where the car's about, never seen a, deal, a, a consumer's garage, but it's seen 15 different dealers' lots bounce to bounce to bounce. You've seen that many times, Shawnee, right? Using the tool. You can see it. Well, Jesus Christ's been in the market 423 days. And never met one time with a McGillicuddy's driveway. There's obviously something about that unit that is not necessarily something that ain't got strikes. There's maybe five, seven strikes on that car, even though they aren't necessarily obvious before you actually own that bitch, right? But in other words, you'll figure it out. It's why, again, I think the, the, the value of using the AccuTrade extension when you're sourcing cars, the incremental uh, information that you're able to leverage as a world-class professional makes you that much smarter. You can see where it's been, how much it was, why it was there. It was a previous Avis car in 1910, right? That didn't turn into a non-rental car at some point, turn into like a spectacular one-owner car. It didn't happen. So would you then wind up paying like wild money for that car, assuming that somehow that turned out to be a zero-strike car? No, you wouldn't. So... All of these things in this, you know, Bob, what do you think about the market today? Well, it ain't something you go, oh, it's not that good. You know, prices are falling. <laughs> now, converse to that, Johnny. Here we go. We'll, we'll contradict ourselves. Well, what is good? Anything is good. The market is red hot on cheap little sellable cars, something under 20 Gs. Something, something. Fifteenth, uh, it might even have a strike. It's still going to bring big money because it ha falls into the category of the middle of the bell curve. Middle of the bell curve means Chevy dealer, uh, BMW dealer can also buy it. Everybody can buy that car because everybody got customers for the unsellable, the, the unfindable, nice little car that they could sell for fifteen G. You follow me? And in that category of car, make no mistake, this market is scorching, liquid hot. No question about that. I ain't saying it's without strikes. I ain't saying that. But if you got something good that's around 10, 12, 15, that bitch can slide through to 18, 20 grand with no trouble whatsoever, right? But it's the other things that start to get a little, you know, I hate to say this, Johnny, because you're a Canadian, but you show up with a previous Canadian Corvette in this market. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we're back to believing that all Canadians are from Mars. They're from Mars. And if you buy a previous Canadian car, you're liable to turn into a Martian. You see? That's a strike. You know, don't forget, we went through a period in the in the in the liquid hot market that we had where people who would never dream of buying Canadian cars became Canadian cars experts. They became specialists of how to overcome the objection of a Canadian car. But that's a strike. And in this no strike market where you need to have no strikes in order to sell something, that's that's a major strike, brother. We're back to, holy Christ, the Martians own that car. I, I, I don't care what the price is. I'm not interested. Um, I think we find this uh, more and more. Uh, I think we're actually touching the uh, where we can feel the sand under our toes in, the, in that little medium, when I say medium, the cheaper, you know, eight, ten, twenty thousand $20,000 car. Um, there, there's, 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 I wish we had nothing but those cars. Uh, you would be walking around with your chest puffed out like a, 
a rooster as happy as a, a, a lark. Uh, the problem is uh, that's not really what's uh, the easiest things in the world to, uh, um, um, to necessarily farm for. So I think that would be it in an elongated nutshell, Shawnee, if it makes any sense to you. Um, um, hopefully it may be useful to anybody that might have the inclination to get tortured with the message. And uh, that's it for today, my friend. It's good Did stuff. I put you asleep, Sean. Are you, are you, you know sleeping, Sean? Did I? Okay. <laughs> no, sir. No. But you did. You did think that made me think that when you're buying, make sure that you're looking for what could be a possible strike, and and just make that adjustment when you're acquiring it to know what it's going to end up being in the market at large, right? Because strikes don't disappear wholesale or retail. It's it's overcoming objections. Uh, that it, it's it makes it uh, one tiny little click harder to actually uh, liquidate at a profitable number. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's great advice. And thank you for All sharing. Right. Thanks, Johnny. See you, buddy.